the back of mine, I wrote uh, fear, sadness, and trauma, and uh, mostly childhood trauma. The, the, so, best, the, the back of my mask got stress, overthinker, and what was that one? And failure. Um, I'm a Virgo, right? So Virgo is just like an overthinker off, off top, right? And um, I like to think like too much of one thing that I know I could have got it done the first time and it would have worked out perfectly fine. But me being me is like, I think about it, think about it. I be in bed laying in the bed, oh, I think about it. Welcome to the Taking Off the Mask podcast. My name is Ashanti Branch, and I'm really glad that you've joined us. Today's guest is uh, Big Bruh. Man, I am telling you this conversation was not only uh, exciting and fun, but um, it was great to meet this brother. It's the first time I got to meet him. Uh, he's a father, a community man. He's a, a husband. He's a son. Uh, he spoke a lot about his grandfather. He spoke about his father. Um, we got to talk about just this moment of what I'm feeling right now around my grandmother. Like it was a beautiful way of hearing from another man who also felt deeply about the loss of a grandparent, even as a full-grown adult. And uh, it was a beautiful time together. Um, he has a podcast also, and he's going to tell you more about that, and you'll be able to see that in the show notes. We are excited about what we get to do to meet men all over the world uh, who are willing to take off their mask. And I'm so thankful that he was on the show today. And this is Martin Luther King weekend, so it's kind of like in real time. He spoke about Dr. King, and one thing that really stood out to me uh, in this conversation when we talked about like hiding feelings and not dealing with feelings, um, I, I was reminded of a, po- uh, a speech by Dr. King um, after the I Have a Dream speech. Uh, it's the first time I've ever heard this speech, and it was on the radio this morning. And he talked about that after he gave the I Have a Dream speech, he said it seemed to turn into a nightmare. And you wonder, man, all we know about is the speech. His dream of how the world could be a better place, primarily here in the United States, but the world, right? And to know that after the dream was voiced to the world, to thousands and thousands of people, this is before social media, so the people who were there are the ones who heard it. And I don't know how quickly the news got into the news, but however more people heard it, it became worse before it became better. Um, but he said, I still have a dream. As I think about Ever Forward and what I tried to create six, 17 years ago coming up this May, it's a dream in my mind. And it's not always been easy. I thought that once you date the dream into the world, that then things are just fall in place. And that's what we, some people have learned around this secret, right? If you think about it good, then it's going to happen good. But you know, like goals and dreams and visions take work, take, take, take effort. And so today's conversation is um, with a new brother in my life that I'm really glad to know, and I'm excited for you to get to meet him. Uh, welcome to, uh, welcome Big Bro on the show today, and we look forward to you being a part of this movement as well. Um, if you want to be a part, you can go to our website, everforwardclub.org, and find out how to be a part of this movement, bringing it to your community, your school, your job, your family. Thank you for being a part of the movement. Ever forward. Yo, 
know your name is Carlos, but what do you go by? Is that how people call you? Uh, I, go by, I go by a big bro. Big bro. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, I'll make sure I, I use that. And um, you know, today is is more is less of an interview and more of a conversation. Our, our goal in the the podcast has always been really two men coming together, really having some real talk and really like using this mask as this catalyst to conversations, you know? So um, I want you to introduce yourself so the audience knows you um, and that will help us kind of like everyone get to know who you are and then, and then we'll jump in. Yes, sir. So my name is Carlos Medina. I'm from Oakland, California. Um, I go by the name of Big Bro. I host a podcast. Um, I have a little family wife, you know, just the basic stuff, you know, kids, wife, you know, um, yeah, I like to talk a lot. And uh, that's the reason why I went ahead and started a podcast like a year and a half ago. And uh, me and my wife actually are the ones that's on the podcast. Uh, we co-host together. But um, glad that you guys reached out uh, to go ahead and do this interview. Kind of yeah. excited. You know, I, I ain't never had nobody interview me before so it's kind of like different to sit on the other side <laughs> well i was glad vanessa connected us i was like you know we are um, you know as this podcast has been growing and trying to trying to figure it out like i mean also you know it was a it's been a thought in my mind and then mm -hmm. COVID, it, that, um, that's how it happens like, that's what everything happens here and then you just gotta make it happen you know? that's right it's usually the usually here is the hardest well for me here is the hardest the actual stuff is just you know, the, pushing the right buttons and I'm backwards. I'm the other way around. Oh yeah. This is, the, this is the easy part. The other thing is the hard part for me. Okay. Well, maybe we can support each other in that, right? Maybe there you go. In this journey of like building this movement and figuring out how to give people this space, you know? Mm -hmm. So you were just, maybe at the end you can tell, or maybe even now, like, so what your podcast, what is it about? What, what, what do you talk about? My podcast, I talk about everything that you could think of. Like anything from politics, relationships, uh, family, friends, uh, fake friends, cool, you know, just anything in between. Any the, the way that we record is cra is crazy because uh, we have we actually record everything in the car as we're driving around. So uh, we hop in the car. I put a mic on. My wife put her mic on, and then we just start riding and whatever topic comes to our head at the time, then we just bounce ideas back and forth. So like the podcast is basically a, a podcast where I keep it like 100 with everything. You know, I don't, I don't sugarcoat nothing. That's what I was asking Vanessa. Like I cuss a lot of my podcast, but that's, that's you know, that's how I am. But my wife been trying to give me a stop. I don't, I don't know that's gonna happen. But uh, um, so on my podcast, I just keep it real. You know, I, uh, we talk about different topics, you know, and we we balance off each other's opinion. It's basically a a two way street, you know. And she gives me her point of view. We might not agree. I give her my point of view. She might not agree. So we kind of like bouncing ideas. She let me see her. She explains it. I explain mine until we get to an agreement. And you know, that's how the podcast goes. So I got sixty eight episodes on her right now and you can find a whole lot of priorities just a whole lot of different things topics that you might think about talking about and have, haven't had a conversation with anybody about it it's probably in there it's probably in there i'm pretty sure so and then you can find you can find the podcast man um on all the all the major streaming platforms um apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify iHeartRadio, amazon 
you know, all the, all the big hitters. I'm trying to get it on YouTube. That's why I'm trying to see what this is all about. Um, but yeah, that's what it's about, man. Right on. Well, I'm excited, man. I'm excited that you have joined us today in uh, this journey of taking off the mask. And, you know, today, because I told you it's like a conversation, the way we we get started mm -hmm. is we make a mask. And you've already made one, and I have one yep. here that I've made. Um, and the way it works is from the mask, um, and you kind of lead. You lead. You tell me, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? Um, and then we'll just we'll, we'll share the front, and then we'll share the back. And then we'll the discussion will kind of lead from there. And I think maybe even mention when you mention some of the topics that you talk about on your show, you pro probably sounds like some of them are going to come up through this, uh, this experience. So I'm excited to hear that. Most likely, most likely. What would you like to happen? You like, you like to go first. You like me to go you first. Go ahead. You go ahead. Go first? All right. So um, I'm using the card, which is the, our the tool that we created before um, COVID. So now since most of the people make masks digitally, um, we have the front and the back. So I'm just going to kind of cover the back up and I'm going to show you the front. So the front of the mask, uh, serious, uh, hardworking and funny. So um, those are the qualities of myself that I think uh, I, I like to show, like the things I want people to see. Um, and I think serious and I think the two that kind of actually are really interesting today and this week is um, when I think about hardworking. Like this week, I felt like really like some um i was move working hard but i was moving slow and i'm like why am i mm -hmm. moving slow like i got i'm getting stuff done i'm, I'm you know you can always be busy with email but i'm busy getting stuff done but i'm like i need to be getting more done why am i feel like i'm moving slower and i and i realized this week is that there was some more happening behind that was happening in front right like yeah. I'm, like i know i'm moving fast i'm moving doing work but i'm feeling inside i wasn't dealing with some emotions that that uh that were holding me back from feeling like I was working at my optimum. So, uh, so yeah, that's, that's the front of, of my mask. Yep. Where you go, mine is, uh, hardworking as well, honest and a provider, uh, the, the front of my mask, um, me being, a, I've been working a lot since I was yesterday, um, at the age of 14, I started working. And I picked up a lot of habits from my uh, my dad, actually being a hard worker, um, never miss a day, no matter what happens, no matter what happened the night before, if he was out partying to three, four or five o'clock in the morning, get home, go to work, you know, and um, that's one of the ha the things that I um, I picked up a lot from him, being a provider, um, also um, I'm the provider of the household, and he was as well the provider of the household, and um I learned those habits quick and trying to put, I have a, I have a seven-year-old, a son, my, my kid's seven-year-old. So I'm trying to like show him, kind of like guide him towards that route as well. But, you know, he's seven. He, 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 all he worried about right now is a cell phone and a tablet and a, a Nintendo Switch and TV. You know what I mean? But yeah, that's, that's um what I got in front of the mask. Oh, and honest, honest, being honest, you know, uh, I think honestly, honesty takes you a long way. Um, for me, being honest and kind of loyalty kind of like blend in, you know, in the in the same boat kind of sort of, you know, if you keep it honest and you keep it loyal, it's almost the same thing with me, you know, just be honest, keep it all the way 100 and we straight. Yeah. That's what's in front of the mask. Right on, man. Thank you. Thank you. So now we're gonna move to the back. 
Okay. Comes back sometimes. Sometimes it's different. Sometimes it's difficult. Um, yeah. Before before I share the back, because sometimes we make the mask live, and sometimes people have the mask already made. So, how when how was it for you to make the mask overall? How was it for you? It was different. It was something like real different. Um, when I first seen it, because I went, I actually went. Um, Vanessa actually told me about you. I went and checked it out. I went and checked out some YouTube videos. And I'm like, they talking about a mask. I listened to a podcast. I was like, what are they talking about a mask for? Like, let me see what they're talking about. So, and then when they sent me, when Ryan sent me over the, the little template, I'm like, oh, this is what they're talking about. So I went ahead and uh, it was, it made you think, you know, like trying to think and, and, and really think about the qualities that you bring to the world. You know what I'm saying? And, and the front of the mask. And then the back thing is like, it made you think like the things that you held so deep inside that, like you said, that nobody want you don't want to share with nobody else. You know that's the things that you keep. So it made me think it was something different. I, I kind of enjoyed the process and made me think a lot. Like I was like, okay, this 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 is something cool. Like you know, something to think about and, and learn from doing like a little template like that and probably integrated it and putting it towards something different. Like instead of three things, you could do like six, you know what I mean? And really yeah. have somebody and really have somebody like tell their story. You know what I'm saying? Or like like a six thing. But yeah, it was cool. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Well, you know, we always we never limit people. We just want to make it simple enough, right? We, we yeah, yeah, yeah. Many these people want to share, we're glad. And we know that uh, the part of it is, you know, Sometimes even three is hard for people. So it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, how, how about you just do three, right? Sometimes we go to a workshop and young people will be like, what if I don't have three? I'm like, well, what do you have? Two, but how about you just go with two then, right? And you yeah. just know that sometimes to, to think about those things as we've been trying to like, right? Because this is when they're anonymous. Like you and I get to share it publicly, but you know, most people who make a mask in our, in our movement make it anonymous. So, all right, here we go. I'm gonna go to, this is the back. This is the back. So. <laughs> The back of mine, I wrote uh, fear, sadness, and trauma, and uh, mostly childhood trauma. Um, man, I, and I think what I was telling you earlier about this front, like I've been feeling like I was working really hard this week, but not making a lot of progress. Um, this week on Wednesday, I had a cir- I was in a circle of men, and um, one man was, you know, doing some of his work and talking about, you know, missing his grandmother and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and the journey of him like naming his grandmother and like what his grandmother called him and what he called her. Yeah. And, and what I realized right when he was sharing and I was like, what am I feeling right now? And right. Uh, my grandmother passed in January of last year. Oh, I hear that, man. Yeah. And it was, and I had, I didn't, I didn't take time to, I didn't take time to grieve. Like I, like it was literally, I got the call on my way to Stanford for a meeting. I, I, something in my heart said, go to this meeting that you got at Stanford. Like it's, there's no no sense in me going to stand over my grandmother's body right. there, and I was I was trying to figure out why this month so far 2021 I got some goals for this year big goals like I'm I'm looking optimistic why am I feeling like I'm moving slow and um, I was not dealing with this sadness I had not dealt with it last year I had stuffed it stuffed it stuffed it yeah, whole, and, and it's starting to come back it's trying like, to open up it's trying to hit oh, you now it was hitting me yeah. it was hitting me and it was like every time I heard January oh this is the anniversary I would throw it away. It would come January. This is the end of, I'll throw it away. And what was happening is there's this quote in this book that says, um, we don't express our emotions or deal with them. Uh, mm-hmm. They pile up like a debt that will eventually come due. Mm-hmm. And what I felt happening is um, even though I was able to ignore it for a whole year, 
the debt was coming due because yeah. emotionally it was starting to overwhelm me. And I think, um, you know, I do this work with young people all the time and teachers and educators, we make masks. I tell, I talk about my mask, but you know, I got good masks, right? So the mask has a mask, right? And so I'm clear that I talk about the parts that I can, I can talk about without breaking down. Yeah. Even talking about it right now, I feel, I feel her right now. So yeah. yesterday was the anniversary. I went to the beach and I was really taking some time to go and process and I couldn't, it wouldn't come up. Like, it's really, it was weird for me, the sadness, like when I'm trying to give myself time to do it, it won't come up. I wrote her name in the sand. I was watching the sunset. Nothing came up. And I leave the beach. I go home and I'm driving home. All of a sudden, it hits you. It hits coming you. Up. Yep. That's what happens. And so I think um, my work continues to be not only the work I do in the world, but work I got to continue doing for myself, right? Knowing that. And when it came up, I was on getting ready for a call. So I didn't have time to yeah, cut it, it off. I had to shut it off. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's really interesting how the emotions won't wait for you, right? Like they're going to come when they're supposed to come. So I'll stop, you know, that's just really what's carrying me right now. And I'm thinking like, uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to share that with you, brother. Yeah, man. I know the feeling, um, my, my grandfather passed away on my birthday and, uh, me, he was my only grandfather that I had figure type because, uh, um, my dad parents passed away in a, in a car accident when he was real young. So I never got a chance to meet meet them so he was the only grandfather figure that I had and he passed away uh, since I'm the oldest grandson so he passed away on my birthday and it was like ah. so I was like I don't know so I know, I know exactly what you're feeling like you know what I'm saying like I've been I've been through it sucks but you know it's life and it's sometimes it's um it's nice to have something to remember them by to the point where you can feel them you know what I'm saying? And you know that they're there with you and, and they cheering you on from behind the scenes and, and letting you know it's going to be okay. Just keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? And I know the feeling. I know how it feels, you know. But yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. It's you, crazy. Uh, when, is your birthday? when is your birthday? September 18th. When is your birthday? September 18th. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. That's my birthday, man. And I, um, the cold part about it is like, um, I know when, when you're grieving, when you're trying to like, I had a, a aunt that passed away also, and I didn't have time to, I, I, I had to like skip it. And I think the reason why we skip it though is mainly because we're trying to stay strong to keep everybody else around us kind of calm. Or you're trying to be that rock for that person. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like when my aunt passed away, um, I was trying to be the rock for my mom because that's her sister. You know what I'm saying? And when my uncle passed away as well, I was trying to be, um, the rock for my mom. Oh, and when my grandpa passed away, I was trying to be the rock for my mom as well. So it's like I didn't have time to to let it all out. So it hits me the same way. I could be driving down the street on the freeway, and all of a sudden I hear a song, and then it reminds me of them, and then they I'm crying like a little baby on the way to work. You know what I'm saying? Or on the way back, or or something. You know, and it hits you, and it's crazy. But you know, that's a, that's that's how it goes. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. Let, you know, let me show. Go 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 go. Oh no no you go you go you go. Um, we, me and my wife did actually an episode about um, where I'm actually gonna put it apart next week about um, how we as men um, shut down that side of us. You know to to I don't know if it's to protect 
the other people around us or is just to protect ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, yeah, we, we have an episode coming out about that. And uh, I, when we was recording, actually, I almost got into tears because it's like the the thing that we talk about is, is so real. You know what I'm saying? Like um, when we talk about how we as young kids grow up to be, to, to know how to shut down emotions and, uh, and put them away, like in a closet and don't touch them. You know what I'm saying? Let them sit there and, and, and never bring them out. And then all of a sudden, like you grow up and you become this person that becomes numb and don't have feelings. And, and people look at you like you're crazy, but this is how I grew up. You know, I just seen a whole lot of craziness go around, around me. Luckily, we still here. You know, we from Oakland, California. You know what I'm saying? Like we, luckily, we still here. And I could have been the guy that got hit with a bullet. You know what I'm saying? And and luckily, I'm still I'm still here. So so it's like for us to deal with this trauma and hold it in so tight and 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 kind of bottle up like a piece of paper or, and throw it away and, and, and recycle it and I get it next time and I get it next time. And it doesn't, like I, on one of the parts, it doesn't make you less of a man because you asked the question. It doesn't make you less of a man for you to cry. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a lot of people think that you, you're a man, you're not supposed to cry. You know, that's for women, that's for girls. You do a man, be a man. But but at the same dollar bill, us as men, we hold that. You know what I'm saying? And we never let it out. And, and, and sometimes nobody's a rock for you. You know what I'm saying? And and on that note, I think like a lot of men out there really, 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 really gotta sit down and, and think about themselves like this mask, like the back of the mask. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got some on the other side, you know what I'm saying? And, and on the other side, meaning that, like the master, you don't want nobody to know what's, what's, what's going on back there. You know what I'm saying? You just want to handle it yourself. And sometimes you need help, bro. You know what I'm saying? 90% of the times you don't know how to handle it. And 90% of the times you got to go and talk to somebody. And then, yeah, you're going to cry like a little baby, but hey, man, at the end of the day, let it out. You know what I'm saying? And I think we, we so, we're, we're taught that, that they teach us that not to cry so we don't want to bring that emotion out of us. It's like a dead emotion. Like it, do, it doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? So for us, you know, like I'm 37, man. I get to a point, like I didn't cry in front of my wife, cried in front of my friends, family, you know what I'm saying? And like I tell myself, that doesn't make me anything less than you are. You know what I'm saying? If anything, it makes me better because I can release all this that I got inside. You know what I'm saying? Right. But yeah. And you've probably seen men in your life or just who don't let it out, but it comes out anyway. It's, it's, com mm -hmm. it's coming out. Mm -hmm. It has no choice. Mm -hmm. It may start for a year, two years, 10 years. But one way or another, it's gonna come out. It's That's gonna right. come out. Like you said, it's a debt. You gotta pay it at one point or another. That's you right. know, and, and That's right. but it's easier for us to not pay it right there and then and just keep swiping the card. You know what I'm saying? Just keep swiping it, keep swiping it, keep swiping it, build this big debt up. Then then you know what I'm saying, dealing with it, <clears throat> dealing with it right there and then and get it out the way. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I think I think a lot of us that's what we need. We need somebody to, to, to let us know that it's okay, deal with it now. You won't have yeah. to deal with it later. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to get it out the way. Move, move on, and flip the page to the next chapter. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. eventually you're gonna keep reading 
you're gonna keep reading it, and then you gotta come back to that page. You see what I'm saying? That's right. And, and like you just talking about the debt, right? Hopefully the debt just comes due and the collections don't come after you, right? Because what right. happens then is that the problems become worse, right? What was a, a $20 charge now has doubled or tripled. Yeah. And now you're like, what? That was more than what I was what I bought, right? Why am I paying more? Well, because you left it alone and now you're... <laughs> and I've... Oh, my goodness. That let interest me, built up oh, quick, oh, too. Oh, oh. Let, I'm going to tell you that story in a minute. Let, let me let you share the back of your mask. Okay, and I'm going to... Oh my God, two things I want to tell you that you said has just been really fulfilling. And so, man. So the, 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 so best, the, the back of my mask got stress, overthinker, and what was that one? And failure. Um, I'm a Virgo, right? So Virgo is just like an overthinker off, off top, right? And um, I like to think like too much of one thing that I know I could have got it done the first time and it would have worked out perfectly fine. But me being me is like, I think about it, think about it. I be in bed laying in the bed, oh, I think about it. You know what I'm saying? And my wife would tell me, hey, it's fine. Just do it the one time, don't worry about it. And on top of that, I have a um, kind of like OCD, right? So it's like, I gotta have everything done a certain way. But uh, I like to overthink, I don't know. I don't know why, it's just in my nature. I just overthink it. And then that actually makes me stress out. Cause now I'm stressing like, if it's going to be all right, if it's not going to be all right, should I move this over this way? What about this way? What if I wear this? What if I wear that? So I start stressing about that. And not just that, it's just life in general. Like um, me, um, I've been in the States since I was seven, right? I was seven years old. And I'm a legal amigo, right? And uh, for those of you that don't know what's legal amigo, I, mean, I actually crossed the border illegally when I was seven, right? My mom brought me here when I was seven years old. And um <clears throat> We came here when I was seven and all this, all these politics is going on right now, right? With, uh, with uh, the president and, and all that, that, that weighs in a lot of all my stress. Um, luckily right now I'm good, right? But like before I was good, I have, I have a kid and a wife and another baby. So I, I got a good job. I don't do nothing wrong. I, I'm handling my business. And just by thinking of the things that they could do from one day to another is like, the stress builds up. Like, what is he going to say today? Oh, what is he going to say tomorrow? Oh, what's going to happen then? You know what I'm saying? And me not being from here, it's like stressful. You know what I'm saying? And that, <clears throat> um, especially when you have a family, you know what I'm saying? And your family, uh, you provide for your family, you know what I'm saying? And they depend on you to be here to take care of them. And when they put down the balance and start doing this, then I mean, me personally, me, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, when they start putting that balance and, and they start talking about deportation and, and people are going to get back, you know, it puts, a, it puts a toll on me. And then I start stressing about it and then I'm overthinking about it. So it's like, what's going to happen? You know, what if I paid this debt that I owe? So like that, if I do that, come do, come get me. Uh, my wife don't got to worry about it. So where am I going to get this money from? So I just, and then that, that, that goes to the last one, to failure. I don't want to fail. You know what I'm saying? I, I want to make sure that they're good. I want to make sure that I'm here. I want to make sure that um, everything goes smoothly to the point where I know I could wake up tomorrow. And even if I do end up getting sent back home, I can wake up tomorrow and I know that I left something decent for my family to survive until I figure out how to get back here or they figure out how to come down there. 
You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people think, <clears throat> like I, I got um, I don't know if you're into politics, but I got a uh, DACA, right? Yeah. And my wife is African American. Um, I've been with my wife for ten years together, right? And a lot of people think that I married her because of the papers, right? And uh, I tell people like, bro, like I'm not even from here yet, bro. Like I, I have DACA, bro. Like, oh, why you don't apply through her? I'm like, bro, look at the end of the day, I didn't marry her for that. You know what I'm saying? I married her because I love her. You know what I'm saying? I didn't marry her because I wanted to somehow get my green card and and be able to be happily ever after. Like, no, like I, I, lo I love her, so I married her. Now what's going to happen is what's going to happen. You know, at the end of the day, like, I'm going to be doing this. I have a good job. I, I provide, like I said, and everything is cool, but it's like, I'm not doing it for a benefit. I'm doing it out of love. And a lot of people think, to this day, think that I did that for the benefit of having a green card. So I'm like, bro, if I would have been doing that, I would have married somebody a long time ago. Like, it's not even about that. It's about, you know, because I had a lot of friends that offered, like, hey, you know, I can get you a green card. I can get you a green card. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to marry you just to marry you. Like, it's, it doesn't, it's not, it's not, that's not, I'm not trying to marry you, get divorced, and then marry somebody else. Like, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, all that is uh, what's in the back of my mask is like, and it's just in the back of my head, just constantly, you know, thinking about it just day in, day out, day in, day out. And it, it, it stresses you out and it, it wears you down. Like, like I could work physically all day, all day, working, working all day. But when it comes to the mental, it's like, man, because I, I, I'm, I'm a team lead. I, I work for Tesla, right? Tesla Morris, I'm a team lead. I've been there for six years. The physical, no problem. The mental, is just, you get trained and you just like, man. And then on top of that, you got to deal with that. Then you got to deal with your own personal issues as, you know, the, the, you hide it in the back of the mask. Yeah. And it's like, man, but a lot of that, I think a lot of that has, like, my wife, she's a real open um, like an open door, right? Like an open book. And she, she actually mentions like, man, you know, just go, go cry somewhere. Or if you need somebody to listen, I'm here. Or if you want to go kick it with your boys and talk to them, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? She's real supportive. And, and she knows that um, sometimes we need breaks. You know what I'm saying? Um, and um, like right now, they, they left me alone because then I told them I was going to be doing this. She was out here a minute ago. She took the little one upstairs because you know I was doing this. So let, just let him get a break. So awesome. yeah, man, I'm so thankful for you sharing that, and I, and I appreciate that, and I'm glad that you know you have a partner who gets that right because what we know, well, we, you've probably seen maybe some of your friends, their wives don't let them. They there's no room. There's no room. There's no room for feeling. There's no room for being human. There's no, and we shut, they shut it off and they just shut it off since they was little. And now that they're adults, it's hard to shut it off, but it's still coming out. And what, what we see in most of our mentoring work with young men is that they, they will, they will turn to substances, right? I heard the uh, a post the other day was talking about, um, you know, in the old days, if the King didn't like the messenger or didn't like the message, he would kill the messenger. The messenger right. would come with a, with a message he didn't want to hear. He would kill the messenger to make the, think the message was going away. And I think that's just something some men and boys and young men do today with their feelings. I don't like that, so I'm gonna cut, I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna put drugs, alcohol, substances, yep. you know, sex, all these things. I'm gonna do to ignore the message, mm -hmm. and we just and we're just and all is, it doesn't fix the problem. The message <laughs> is still waiting for you. Once you come down <laughs> off of that thing, 
once you once you're back to somewhat equilibrium, the message is still there. And I think that is what I'm so thankful that you got you spoke about. I think I think what happens is for a lot of these young people that's coming up, that's what they're doing. And we're losing a lot of them because they don't know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? And, and it sucks because we lost a lot of talent. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of these young rappers that I mean, granted, you know, you don't have to be a rapper to get what you gotta get. But when you're a rapper and you have that kind of money, you can buy a whole lot of things, right? And and you overdose in the, uh, on all these things because that's the only thing that numbs it. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that, like you said, the message, you don't want to hear the message, so I'm going to just kill the messenger. You know what I'm saying? So to them, it's like, oh, I'm going to just be high off whatever I'm on. I'm going to be drunk or whatever I'm on. And that's what I'm going to do to make sure I hide this message until I come back to reality. But but it's, it's hard, man. Like, I, I didn't did that. Like, when my, my grandpa passed away. My grandpa passed away. I became an alcoholic. You know what I'm saying? I became an alcoholic for about eight months because it was like my grandpa passed away. My cousin passed away. And at the time, at the time, I was uh, um, with a girl that me and I had a relationship and we had broken off and we were dealing with, with each other for a minute. So we broke off Then my grandpa passed away. Then my cousin died. So it was like every, all these events back to back to back. And I just I just wanted to be numb and I became an alcoholic, you know, and, and I drank for about almost a year and three months or something like that. I was like heavily drinking like a fifth, two fifths of Hennessy a day, bro. To the, by myself, you know what I'm saying? And, and yeah. in the dark room, listening to music, you know what I'm saying? Thinking about crazy things and and yeah. it was crazy. It was that, that was like the darkest moment of my life. <clears throat> and for me to be able to turn it around and make it something bright and just talk about it, you know, yeah. I feel that I've been fixed. I've been, <laughs> I've been healed, right? And then uh, yeah. um, it's just, it's just how you, how you take it in life. You know what I'm saying? How, how you think about it? You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of the, the this problems that we have is all mental, and like you said, trauma earlier. Um, a lot of us have that that trauma, and a lot of us are just mental. And like I said earlier on few of my episodes, um, the brain is the strongest part of your body, and whatever your brain tells your body to do, no matter if it's falling apart, somehow, somewhere, it's going to happen. So you gotta you you gotta be strong minded. You know, anything you do in life, you gotta be strong minded, because that's the only way you're gonna, only way you're gonna move on to the next. Because if not, if you're weak minded, you're not gonna get nowhere. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 life, bro. You know, a lot of us are strong minded, a lot of us is weak minded, and, and I got we have a saying at work. Um, uh, when they when you first come in, they teach you a little bit here and there, and they tell you, all right, either you're gonna swim or you're gonna drown. You decide, you know what I'm saying? And there was like, even if you dog your pedal, you're still swimming. So figure it out, you know what I'm saying? And that's that's the way, ever since, ever since then, it's like either you're going to swim or you're going, you're going to drown. You know, life or death, bro, you choose. Oh, man. I, you know, when you, some of the things you said just like sparked like thoughts in me. And I want to just, um, I'm, I'm going to show you this one. This was this is one of the things that sparked. You, um, on two occasions, I heard you say, uh, like, you, you had that moment to cry like a baby, right? And yeah. uh, once in the car and then the other time. And I'm, I'm gonna show you this book because when I saw this book title, I like literally just got goosebumps. So this is a brother named Jason Jason Wilson. And this is what it says. Cry like a man. Uh-huh. Yeah. This book, man, our young men read it in a book club this year and really teaching young men like, 
those, those words you said are really powerful and they're real, right? And we hear it. We hear it. We've said it. We probably people have told us it. And what, mm-hmm. because we've been told that we could, that this doesn't exist. There's right. no, there is no cry like a man because men don't cry. And therefore we have, we, we program ourselves, we program our boys, we program our young men. And we know our jails are full of men who wish if they had a moment to cry like a human, they probably wouldn't have they, what they did to get there. Right, right. Facts. Yeah. And so Facts. when you said that, I was like, oh, I got to show them this book. And I, and I want to send you a copy of it. I want to send you a copy of it. Um, just, you know, just, a, a, just to say, I mean, I, I, we, we give it to a lot of our young men and we, we invite them to read it because I think it's so powerful for men to have that space. Like, yeah. man, I'm human. And when we, we, you were talking about it earlier, like we, we've taught, we've been taught ourselves to shut down part of our humanness. Yeah. Yeah. People wonder why are you why are you so out of your mind? Well, I'm not all human. I can't I right. can't be I can't be afraid. I can't be sad. I can't be emotional. So therefore, I have to like pretend like I'm not who I really am. Yep. And, it, and, and, and when that happens, man, you become. I think a lot of us. I mean, I, I, I I'm pretty sure I have been there, and I'm pretty sure you have. When when we shut down everything, we become like a monster. You know what I'm saying? And now it's the monster inside of us that that is careless and and f life and f that and you know what I'm saying and, and whatever happens happens and that's what happens is when you end up like you said you end up in jail because you didn't have that time to cry like a man you know what I mean and and it's it's crazy bro it's just I'm getting goosebumps now just talking about it you know it's crazy. It's crazy, man. But it's, you know, oh, I, I just hope that a lot of people that's out there that's listening um, and able to watch this, um, we are human. Uh, just because you're a man doesn't mean anything different. Um, you can cry, you can be sad, you can have emotions, you can be heartbroken. I was heartbroken. I cried. I was sad. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't make me any less of a man than you, or any less of a man than anybody that's in the room with me. You know what I'm saying? If anything, it makes me greater. It makes me understand. What is that person going through? It makes me feel that this person needs somebody to talk to. Let me go ahead and put them to the side and say, hey, you know, bro, you good? How you doing? How you feeling? You straight? Yeah. Let me know if you need something right here. You know what I'm saying? And, and stand their hand out to them. And maybe they might feel comfortable and want to come and talk to you and say, man, you know what? Let's go have some coffee or something. Let's go chop it up. Or, or let's go over here. You know what I'm saying? And, and even if you do that one minute at a time, man, you know, that's the mission. That's the goal. Everybody got to be on the same page, man, right? to, to make sure that we all have that feeling back, that that feeling that your mama told you that it wasn't good for you to do when you was a little kid or your, or your dad told you or your older brother told you because he didn't know no better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and yeah, man, that's, that'd be a big mission to accomplish, but it's doable. You know what I'm saying? Anything is possible. You know what I mean? And we're going to do it. We're going to do it one mask at a time. We, we have this goal to collect a, a million masks. And one of the things that we're seeing right now is getting young men involved, young people. Um, and so maybe maybe as we just get ready to wrap up, would you be willing to just like a message to the young youngsters out there? Right. Like, you know, what, what would you say to a young man, 15, 16 um, maybe younger or, or older, right? But just those teenagers who are out there stuck at home all day, right? They're stuck at home. They're trying to do school like this. Or they're, they're told they're not supposed to ever feel lonely. So what if you're a young man who really enjoys hanging out with your friends, but you don't get to hang out with them anymore because there's nowhere to go, right? You, and, and, you, and you're stuck on the screen all day long. Like right. what, what, just what, what words would you have for the youngsters out there that you could offer for 
if I had anything to say to this young generation behind me, think about what you're doing. Stay strong. Stay positive. Keep pushing forward. Anything is possible. Right? And just because somebody tell you different doesn't mean it ain't possible. And I know it's hard right now because of this COVID thing that's going on. But eventually, hoping sooner than later, we go back to reality. In the meantime, read books. You know what I'm saying? Get your, you remember I was saying your brain is the heart, the, 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 get your brain, get your brain uh, muscles up. You know what I'm saying? Be, don't, don't just be stuck on the screen playing video games all day, man. It's, it's not about that. It's about you becoming something in life that people like myself wish somebody would have told me. You know what I'm saying? Like, like my OGs would have told me, hey, big bro, just do this and keep pushing. You're going to be good. Like nobody told me that. So for me to sit here and tell you that it's just for me because I want that generation behind me to be somebody, bro. Like a lot of us, we came from nothing and we're trying to make something out of it. So if we could do it and we're older, well, you should be able to do it twice as fast as we can because, you know, the technology kids is crazy. You know what I'm saying? So just whatever you set your mind to, man, just just set your mind to it, man, and just keep moving forward. Don't let nothing stop you. Do like do like a Marshawn Lynch. Go beast one on him. Just keep pushing through him. Push through him. Push through him. And eventually you will hit that touchdown, bro. You know what I'm saying? But one step at a time, stay positive, stay focused, do your shit. You know what I'm saying? And do what you do what makes you happy. Cause at the end of the day, do what makes you happy is everything that you need. Make make sure you like what you do. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you like what you do. Make sure it's ha- it makes you happy. Make sure you can't nobody can tell you what to do and just run through them. Run through them one at a time. One at a time, run through them. And, and before you know it, you you be something. You be somebody. And maybe you can interview us later. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Bring it, bring us on the show. Help us, right. help us, help us build this momentum, right? I've been trying to every time I talk to young, so I'm like, hey, you got some skills on social media? You want to you want to work for me? Because I need some help, you know? Right. They got the talent, right? And sometimes mm-hmm. I even find young people who got like skills, and they don't want to. They don't want to work, and I feel so. I feel so sad. Not sad. Not sad for me, but for them. Like, for them, you yep. and I'm offering you an opportunity, and they're just like, <laughs> you're just like, okay, well, you know, the, the right person will come along, and you just like keep providing opportunities because sometimes you don't see the opportunity. Opportunities right. are like be handed out to you. Right. right. And sometimes we're missing. I think Tupac said, right. Picture jewels being handed to an innocent child. Right. Yep. Our young people don't know that they got a tool. They got a jewel in their hand and some of them are yep. using it. They're consumers. They're not they're not creators. Right. So they're right. just consuming. Right. And they're, and I think there's some out there who are out there creating like they're they're billionaires being made right now during this pandemic. And some of our young people think there's no opportunities. And it's like, dude, opportunities, everywhere's opportunity. Everything, everything, like I gotta look at, like I tell a lot of people, like every day you wake up, you got an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's, it's on you to make that happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that saying, I could take you, I could take the horse to the lake, but I can't make him drink water. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? As long, God woke you up, now you just gotta make it happen. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of these, like you said, a lot of these youngsters, man, they have knowledge and they have an opportunity, but they're just, I guess, either too afraid to take it or they just don't want to have the commitment to it. And, and sometimes it takes people like us to come behind them and push them. And, and let, cause, cause we see their potential. They don't see the potential. You know what I'm saying? Like if I had the skills you have at your age, I could have been, you know what I'm saying? A, a millionaire by now. You just, you know what I mean? But it's, it's like, 
sometimes you just take people to come behind them and just kick them in the ass so they could keep them moving. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's it. That's well, man, bro, bro, I, I am so thankful for you. Why don't you tell them how they can follow your name, the name of your podcast, where they can find you, the best ways to get in touch with you. And if there's any last thing you want to say to the folks out there, please uh, take this time as yours. All right. So uh, you can find me at Live with Big Bro. It's my name of the podcast. Um, like I said earlier, it's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and all the little things. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Also, I live with Big Bro. And uh, if you want to reach out to me on an email, live with Big Bro at gmail.com. I make it easy so I won't forget. And um, a message to everybody out there, man, just stay safe. Keep pushing forward. Don't let this little pandemic happen that's happening. Uh, destroy your dreams. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we everybody have a dream. And I'm not saying that because it's Martin Luther King tomorrow, but everybody have a dream and, and you just got to fulfill it and keep pushing forward towards that dream. And don't let nothing stop you, man. Just keep pushing, you know? Dude, I'm glad you actually mentioned that. I totally forgot that tomorrow. I mean, I didn't forget, but I, I forgot right in a moment. Um, I was hearing a, a, one of Martin Luther King's speeches today, and uh, a speech I hadn't heard before. And he was talking about, you know, just recently I gave this speech about this dream. And he said, shortly after I gave that speech, it seemed to turn into a nightmare. Like, people who heard this message got more scared and more afraid. And I think it's What's happening we see in a lot of places in our world and he said um but i still have a dream even though people got hurt people didn't get hurt because i wanted bad for them people got hurt because of fear and because yep. of because of what we deal with in our in our in our world around this white supremacist uh, yep. uh, country and i think for all those young people out there who also are feeling the fear of like am i going to be safe to be able to stay here with my family and or not am i going to have to and I have a lot of young people in our program, Latino young men who are in those battles in their in their head and heart. And I try and just I, I don't I don't have any power, but I do just have an ear. I got two ears and I'll listen and I'll hold space for you. So thank you for all that you've done, brother, big bro. And I appreciate you being on the show today. Thanks for taking off the mask with us. And all good. anybody out there want to be a part of this, reach out to us. You know, you got, uh, we'll put all of his show notes in the, in the notes. So you'll be able to click on the link and get to him right away and check out his podcast as well. We look forward to partnering in the future. And um, thank you for being here, brother. I'm here whenever you need me, boss. If what you heard today, you enjoyed, if you've listened to this and you found something inspiring, please like and subscribe to this podcast. That's the best way for someone to uh, find this podcast, maybe like you did. Um, please tell someone about it. If you know, listen to some of our previous episodes, and if one of them rings out to you, please share it with somebody you know. Um, we also invite people to join us in a face-to-face -face where they come together with another person to make a mask and talk about that mask together. There's short conversations, about 20, 30 minutes. So if that's something that's interesting to you, please uh, send us a message, send us a, in the comments below, let us know that you're interested in that. And we look forward to you joining the movement of the Million Mask Movement. And check out our new shirt. I don't know if you, how you can, if you can see it, but this is our new shirt, the Million Mask Movement. And so uh, we'll have these soon available, uh, but we look forward to you being a part of the movement and supporting our work. Uh, please consider supporting the work that we do in Ever Forward and in the work uh, that we do in the Million Mask Movement to let people around the world realize that they're not alone. Thank you.